0: Blog Talk Radio. We the blade. We the
1: blade. We the blade. We the blade. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you for joining us this evening. You know, we just opened the show to the tunes of DJ Soul Redeemed out of Atlanta, Georgia. A huge thanks to Sayla Ross for connecting us. You should know that this national radio talk show caters to the entire community. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton brings an array of topics and exclusive guests to the table. We do aim to deliver thought-provoking discussions that will hopefully impact and influence lives in a positive and game-changing manner. We offer relevant conversation to all of our listeners. Stay connected with this show and please continue to share us with everyone you know. I do value your commitment to staying connected with this family radio talk show. I love it. And I also love hearing from our loyal listeners. Listen in right now to hear from our dynamic loyal listener.
2: Hi, my name is Tisha Lawnen, the owner of Glamour Tree, a healing, handmade, custom-made lotion, ww dot zcom and I am listening
0: to Let's Talk America with Thank you for tuning in. We are thankful to have you on board. Do you want to get on the air to share your thoughts about the show? Do you have pertinent community news to share with a national listening audience? Simply email the radio show at let's talkshayna at gmail.com. Just one email takes care of everything. Remember to email us photographs to post on our wall of fame page on Instagram. We would love to hear from you as always. Well, tonight we have some very special guests with us. Fitness is the hot topic of the hour. We will confront the excuses that prevent us from staying physically fit as individuals and as a family unit. We are putting everything on the table tonight. We will be discussing childhood obesity also. Famous fitness guru and personal trainer Sam Taylor out of Atlanta will be with us to answer pertinent questions about getting and maintaining physical fitness. Also, we will have Markesha Henderson of Operation Play. She will join us tonight to talk about the dangers and the solutions of childhood obesity. Connect with all of your friends right now and tell them that we have great music and conversation on Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. It's all going down right now. They do not want to miss this show. This show is jam-packed, so let's keep pushing ahead. You know, right now, we will go over our words of inspiration for tonight's show. This evening, we have the famous Arthur, Dr. Seuss, who once said, Sometimes the questions are hard, but the answers are simple. Sometimes the questions are hard, but the answers are simple. Peace and simplicity should always be welcomed. I love the words. You know, speaking of simplicity, staying fit is not always so easy for a lot of us. Yet fitness guru and personal trainer, Sam Taylor, has solutions for real people. For over 20 years, Sam has trained professional, collegiate, and Olympic athletes. He personally believes there is a custom exercise plan that truly fits every need. I am very excited to chat with him tonight about a real concern, staying fit in our communities. Listeners of Let's Talk America, with host Shayna Thornton, please help me welcome the renowned fitness expert Sam Taylor. Good evening to you. How are you?
1: I am doing great.
0: How are you doing, sweetie? Oh, I am awesome and so excited to talk about a topic that really matters in our communities, and it should, talking about staying fit. And we really need to put this conversation on the table, Sam. So my first question to you, you've got over 20 years in the industry. You've trained all sorts of athletes, individuals. You know, what's the number one reason why people do not work out?
1: Uh, the number one reason that people come to me about working out and not having the abilities to work out is more of a time kind of thing. Okay. They feel like they can't work out a schedule, that they can fit the training into their time. And and there's a big misnomer out there that your workouts need to take an hour. And workouts don't need to take an hour. We have some of our best workouts in like 18 minutes. Oh, wow. But so we really try to dispel the myth of, well, you gotta have, you gotta drive thirty minutes to get to the gym and spend an hour and a half in the gym. And then come out, you lost three hours out of your day. You can get done what you need to get done in a in a small amount of time.
0: Hmm. You know, and that's interesting you say that because you're right. I often think that you know if, if we're not working out for at least an hour, an hour and a half, you know, you really didn't lose anything. You didn't really gain the momentum. But you're saying you can custom fit a plan that really works for your schedule and lifetime. Excuse me, lifestyle.
1: Yeah, normally what the, the best way to train. I've been doing it for a long time, but when I have people come in, we do what's called an evaluation. Within that evaluation, we find out where you are. Okay. And I let you also know where you are, so it's both for me and for you to find out. And using that, we can program something very simple and very easy for you to to do on your own, and you're you're done in 18 minutes. And with the style of training that we use, which is several different styles all in one workout, we have people losing. Five, ten. I have one pass to lose twenty pounds in one week.
0: Whoa! And did it the healthy way.
1: It is healthy weight. There's trust me. You don't want to eat twenty pounds too heavy. Okay. We try to take that weight off of people. We show you the right way, and it's not just the workout. It's really important. And my grandmother used to say it all the time. You got to detox every time the season's change.
2: Okay.
1: So that's about every ninety days. So we give you a detox schedule. We give you a really good eating schedule. You follow that the weight will come off real quick.
0: Okay. You know, often, Sam, we think of weight loss and body toning uh, when we think of, you know, being uh, fit or physical fitness. But are there actually any health or medical benefits to staying fit? I mean, does it help fight off disease or infection when, you know, we're walking around, we're feeling great, we've got toned arms, that six-pack is back? But is it more than just for uh, physical or visual um, settings, for instance?
1: Yeah, very rarely do people come to me, uh, because of the kind of training that we do, very rarely do I co- people come to me and say, I want to work out to look good. Most people are in, are in trouble. Okay. When I see trouble, they're on high blood pressure medication. They're on diabetic medication. taking okay. They can answer they're, they're, um, I have a lot of people are coming to me now because of cancer and a lot of ailments like that. Um, they come to me not because they want to look good. They come to me because they want to live. Okay. So, but the byproduct of you being healthy is you looking good. Okay. People, you, can, you can look really good and not be healthy at all. Yes. But I would much rather you be healthy and then your body's going to make the natural adjustment to looking good. We don't focus on how you look but we focus on getting the stomach and the gut right so your body can process the food, so your body can, can put on the lean muscle mass and it can naturally get rid of uh, just about, you can just about ward off any disease, whether it be cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and we have people that are turning around, uh, people coming off of the insulin, which most doctors tell you, you have to take this for the rest of your life. It's okay. not true. Insulin will actually make you gain weight.
0: Mm, okay.
1: A lot of doctors don't tell you that, that part of it. So the longer you take it, the more weight just that you're going to gain over time, and your body's is just going to slowly degrade. My philosophy is to get your body back to the way God designed it, and you're going to naturally get into the condition that you're supposed to be in.
0: Mm, Awesome. You know, Sam, I want to talk about uh, the belly or the stomach, because you mentioned it a few minutes ago. And I often hear that that can be a very dangerous sign of someone's health when someone, for instance, could be slim all over, but they've got uh, a belly. And I'm not talking about a woman who had a baby or was pregnant, but saying men or women who, without any childbearing, uh, immediate experience, that they're walking around with the belly or the gut. Is that the danger zone?
1: Uh, that, that, that's a good, probably a good place to start. Okay. Only when it comes to your, uh, to your health, and, and, and we do, we, we are, <laughs> I, I don't mean to be funny, but we, sometimes we can be a, a very vain people. There are, are shirts now or compression shirts that are supposed to pull in your belly. Uh, there are other Yes. Yeah. You can put on your body to make you look slim. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Normally, where most people, most folks don't know where your stomach is. It's actually right up under your heart. So when your when your belly is swollen, it's not your belly. That's your intestines oh, wow. that's swollen from so from all the stuff that we've eaten over time. And yeah, our bodies can break down most, but a lot of times it can't break it all down. And whatever it cannot break down, it just it gets impacted in your colon. And your mm-hmm. colon will stretch, your colon will, can leak, it can do a lot of things, and it, a lot of folks are starting to get that, like what they used to call back in the day, the dunlap. I got the dunlap, because my stomach's dunlap all over my mind.
2: Yeah.
1: No. That, that's not the stomach, that's the intestine. That's probably one of the best signs that you could actually look at somebody and say, there's something wrong, there's something going on. If, uh, your immune system, 85% of your immune system is housed in your colon, so if your colon is jacked up, the whole immune system is going to be jacked
0: up. Okay. Hmm, all together. And you can help, you and other personal trainers and, and fitness experts, can help individuals get a flat tummy without surgery? Is that possible?
1: That's very possible. There's one preacher I went to go, that I've been training. I went to go see her preacher's weekend, and she lost 100 pounds.
0: Congratulations. Like, oh.
1: The, the, the church that she went to go preach, they didn't even recognize. All they, The first thing they said was, what have you been doing? Wow. And she told them about the workout that she's been doing, the detox that she's been doing.
2: And no and surgery.
1: All the difference in the world. Go ahead.
0: And no surgery. No surgery. Wow. No. It is possible.
1: I have, some people, I have some people come to me after they've had the surgery. Uh, I had one very popular singer. He dropped 150 pounds. Wow. The surgery. He put on 200 pounds. Oh no. And he paid for that surgery $17,000 out of his own pocket, so he lost the weight, but put it all the way back on. And and what we have to understand is that the surgery needs to, the surgery needs to happen inside of the mind first.
2: Mm, Powerful.
1: So if you change, if you change your mind about what you eat, then your body can naturally lose the weight. We have people that are doing, losing weight a pound and a half a day. Some people doing two pounds. Just Mm. by making some simple changes.
0: Hmm. Physical fitness is a topic on tonight's program. You know, Sam, we are practically in the midst of the holiday season. As a fitness professional, what's your advice? and and I want you to give us practical advice, and I know you will, regarding maintaining a healthy diet and ideal physical choices during the holiday festivities, because we're surrounded by the delicious and tempting foods that mother and grandmother and all our aunts have made, sitting on the couch watching the football games. You know, that's what's normal for a lot of individuals in society right now. Give us good, relevant advice that can help us combat all of this.
1: I have some people that, Absolutely, just cannot fight the temptation. Yeah. What I tell them, I said, if you're gonna have it, do a portion size. Look at your hand. When you look at your hand, the palm of your hand is the actual size of your stomach. Okay. If you if you're gonna indulge, then once you if you're gonna indulge, just make sure you don't eat any more than that. And then afterwards, you can use a natural, all all natural, healthy detox. Uh, we use the product that's called CKLS. There's um. You can do, like, two apples and a pear, you can do raisins and nuts, but what it'll do is that it won't let your body get a chance to store that excess sugar and that excess fat. Okay. Your body to release that before you get a chance to store it. The fiber and those particular items are going to push that through your colon before your body has a chance to break it down. And use it. Mm,
0: great advice, information I did not know. You know, Sam, some listeners may be in tough financial situations. How can they also stay physically fit without spending additional monies uh, they just don't have to hire fitness gurus like yourself and others? What can someone do that's practically uh, broke, if you will?
1: Um, there's a lot of easy ways to do it. I I don't charge at all for the workout that I post on Facebook. Oh, wow. There are people that follow me on on Facebook and they, they follow me on Twitter uh, they can go up and look out. I'll put like three workouts up, out there a week. Okay. And you can follow that on your own. But I'll, one of the things I always remind people is that it's much more expensive to have a heart attack. Yes. In fact, the surgery for a heart attack costs you about $100,000 for bypass surgery.
0: Yes. And, you know, a Sam. Yeah. Go
1: ahead.
0: yeah, and I was going to say uh, financial, you know, obviously think, looking at the money of it, but also the time away from family and friends.
1: You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I'm not just looking at you. I'm looking at you, your kids, and your grandkids. It's mm-hmm. generational. Yes. What you do, they're going to also do.
0: That's correct. It's all connected. You know, before we get out of here, we have to wrap up, but I'm glad you brought that up because that's my final question for you. Let's talk about the obesity epidemic. And tell me right now, how does the obesity epidemic really affect our youth, our kids, our grandkids, our godkids, our nieces and nephews? They're looking at us eat that entire German chocolate cake. Tell us how that impacts them.
1: Well, let me put it to you this way. There was a study done. Maybe um, about ten years ago some professors from Harvard Medical School, and they went over to a a, um, a small city in northern Europe that was cut off during the Second World war. Okay they took meticulous records, and they went in and they took um, they took DNA and they did some genetic samples, but basically in a nutshell, without getting too technical, they proved that a man can smoke a cigar, it will change his genetic structure, you'll pass that
0: down to your kid. If your kids never smoke a cigar, they can still get lung cancer. Unbelievable.
1: That is how serious that is. So that happens whether you're doing, if you're smoking, if you're doing drugs that are going to make people addictive, if you have a, you have a craving for sugar, look up your bloodline. Okay. Does your grandparents suffer from diabetes. They suffer from um, from heart disease. They suffer from cancer. We're going to be predisposed Uh the stuff that we have. We're now going to give to our kids and... A lot of the things that they eat are much worse than the things that we ever ate. Our parents used to take us to McDonald's for a treat maybe yes. once every two weeks. I know some kids are eating McDonald's three or four times a day.
0: Of course. Mm.
1: So that is very, very serious. And they're going to – I had one, um, one naturopath tell me in the history of mankind this, that the generation that's coming up now will be the first generation in the history of man to die before their parents.
0: Oh, wow. I've heard that disturbing figure. Mm. Sam Taylor, you're a friend of this show, Let's Talk America, with host Shayna Thornton. We have to bring you back on because physical fitness is a huge topic, but it's also the elephant in the room that a lot of us just don't want to talk about. But we've got to stay fit to continue living a quality life. How can our listeners learn more about you? Are you on, I know you mentioned Facebook. Are you on Twitter? Tell us how they can connect with you.
1: Um, If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can go to at Sam, S-A-M, T-M-B. That's T as in Tom. M as in Mike. B as in boy. Um, I have a website. My website is TaylorMadeBodies. T-A-Y-L-O-R-M-A-D-E-B-O-D-I-E-S dot com.
0: Awesome. Sam Taylor, keep keeping us fit. We love it. Thank you. Markeisha Henderson is set to join us. First, you should know that she is the Executive Director of Operation Play, which is a nonprofit organization out of Atlanta that has the mission uh, to eradicate the culture of inactivity among youth and to educate families about the benefits of a healthy lifestyle. Listeners of Let's Talk America, with host Shayna Thornton, please help me welcome the Executive Director of Operation Play, Marquisha Henderson. Good evening to you.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, we are so excited. You know, we just wrapped up a segment with fitness guru Sam Taylor talking about staying fit, but we can't leave out the part of the equation about our youth, our children, Markeisha. They're so critical, and I know you run an organization that really advocates youth activity, correct?
2: Yes, Operation Play. We are a nonprofit organization that focuses on childhood obesity, Childhood Obesity Prevention and Awareness.
0: Mm, I love it. I love it because you can't talk about staying fit as a family unit and leave out the kids. Now, Marquisha, tell our listeners about the childhood obesity epidemic because we hear about it, right? We, you know, well, it's the kids that really need to get out and play. But I need for you to tell us in practical and relatable terms. How does it affect our lives? Has it improved or worsened in the past five years? And be frank with us. What group suffers the most?
2: Well, childhood obesity rates since the 1980s have almost tripled, and more than a third. We're talking one out of three of our nation's children are either overweight or obese. And the reason why, as you mentioned, we're seeing a decrease in physical activity among youth, and coupled with that, an increase in the consumption of foods that are processed, that are high in sugar and high in calories. And the rise in the obesity rates have just detrimental consequences for our community. Um, first, you know, according to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, obese children are at greater risk for cardiovascular diseases, mm-hmm. such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol. They're at increased risk for diabetes and just other problems that can inhibit your quality of life, you know, um, social, psychological problems, low self-esteem. It's hard to move around. You develop bone and joint problems. Think about these kids as they move into adulthood. If they're having these problems as children, they're not going to be healthier adults, and this is our potential workforce. These are the people that will be driving America in the future. And what's even more alarming, Shana, is that The obesity rates are much more prevalent among minority and low-income children, which is why our organization has to go out and educate parents on this epidemic because Latino boys and African-American girls in particular – obesity rates at about 25%. This is far above Mm. the national average in comparison to white children Mm -hmm. whose obesity rates are at about only 14%. Low-income children in particular are also at risk because, you know, their neighborhoods lack healthy options. You see a lot of fast food when you get off the interstate of some of these lower-resource neighborhoods. And we have to do more to um, educate our families and educate children because these are the people that are going to be out in the workforce in the future and along with that. At all the costs that are going to be associated with their health care.
0: You know, it's like you read my mind, Markeisha, because I want us to talk about food intake right now. You know, sodas and other foods uh, with an abundance of sugars and sodium seem to be a very popular among really a lot of youth, uh, in particular certain groups that suffer from childhood obesity the most. How can a loving parent, or guardian, Markeisha, help curb the intake of the sweet, tasty sodas, the the potato chips. And I'm not beating up these foods at all, but we know in abundance they can spell out trouble for our children when combined with a lack of physical activity. Talk to us about food intake and practical advice to help loving uh, individuals who want to say, you've had three bags of potato chips, enough is enough.
2: Well, first of all, you know, it's really simple. The math is simple. Obesity occurs when you take in more food and calories than you output in physical activity. There, I'm like you. I'm not going to ban or bash certain foods. You know, I ate McDonald's when I was yes. a child, and, you know, I'm a healthy adult. Yes. But moderation is the key. You don't have to deprive yourself. You don't have to deprive your children. It's okay to, you know, throw in some snacks that they like and enjoy. But along with that, you also have to balance it out with other things. Start introducing other foods into their diet. And as a family, I find that when families eat together and they make a conscious decision to make different food choices and introduce variety in their diet, they eat healthier. We have to flip the bags over, these potato chips bags open and read what we're putting into our bodies. I engage children as young as four and five and six. Okay. Start reading ingredients. That's a great lesson in um, reading and and learning about what you're consuming and what you're intaking. So just get involved. I mean, you don't have to deprive. But start thinking about introducing more healthier options to your children and have active conversations about why eating certain things with a lot of sugar isn't good for you. Mm. I tell our son all the time. You know, no sleep at night night time and he understands why. Okay. And we, we talk about that. You know, in the morning you can run some of that off, but at nighttime your body needs to rebuild and yes. we need to give it good things that they need to do to rebuild so you can grow up big and strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent advice and guidance, Markeisha. Now tell me, your parent, obviously you're professional, works with this epidemic of childhood obesity. What activities can parents do to get the youth interested in physical activity? Because, Markeisha, you have a son. I do also, you know, as they age a lot lot of boys and girls often, but boys in particular, love the video games, and the video games aren't necessarily outside to go running and jumping and playing. They're inside, and one can easily become a couch potato, which leads to other things, as you spoke about earlier in the segment. Let's talk about getting fit physically. What can a parent do?
2: Well, I will tell you that one thing that's troubling for me as I go out and work in communities is that kids would rather throw a football on a video game than to actually get a real football and go outside and throw it to someone. So <laughs> we have to first start there, you know. Um, and we also have to realize that not all kids are interested in sports and not all kids yes. are going to be the next LeBron James and are yes. athletically inclined. We as parents need to put the fun back into sports okay. and playing for fun. Everything doesn't have to be a competition. Your child doesn't always have to make a team and, you know, you have to do all of these, you know, intricate things to get exercise. It's as simple as going out and running in the yard, walking through your neighborhood, yes. um, playing games in the cul set, buying active games and toys that require them to actually do something. When you put on an exercise DVD, you don't even have to use a DVD. Most of your cable providers have a channel with different 10-minute exercise on those rainy days or cold days when you don't feel like going outside. Yeah. All you really need is an hour of physical activity a day. Okay. It doesn't have to be anything extensive, but anything that you can do to get moving is always better than nothing, and if you make it fun, it's not punishment, but ways to engage the entire family. Kids are more likely to do physical activity and view it as a positive thing. We're just going outside to have fun. Now, you know as a parent in the back of your mind that this is important and necessary for your child, but you have to present it in a fashion that this is just what we do as a family. Yes. we get outside and we go rake the leaves, or we will go And go for a walk um, in the afternoon. And you have to start incorporating some of those things so that they view these as just a part of your lifestyle. This is just what we do.
0: Real talk for real people, physical fitness for our children. Markeisha Henderson with Operation Play is with us. We don't have much more time, but Markeisha, I do want to borrow a tagline. Put the fun back into sports. I love it. Just go out and have fun. Uh, Tell our listeners uh, really quickly about your organization's recent and upcoming projects.
2: Well, we're always looking for opportunities to come to communities and promote wellness. So majority of the year we're doing things such as our Play Day program where we send an activity specialist to your school, your camp, your youth group to come and do physical activities, Mm -hmm. and we plan these activities for you. We also do what's called Family Fit Fest, which is sort of a health fair to raise awareness of childhood obesity, but it's interactive. So we'll bring uh, nutrition demonstrations, yoga demonstrations, an obstacle course for the kids so they can earn prizes for doing physical challenges. So uh, we just had our kids walk and tot trot in September for um, childhood obesity awareness month and we raise funds to be able to offer programs like play day and family fit fest to at little or no cost to families so um, we it. are always looking for opportunities to come to a youth existing youth programs or into the community so you know get in touch with us to, uh, let us know how we can help you and help your community live healthier.
0: Great material, Marquisha. Before we head out, how can our listeners who are nationwide, how can they get more information or connect to your organization?
2: For information of Operation Play, you can visit our website, www.operationplay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We send out daily tips and recipes and advice on how you and your family can live healthier. If you want Operation Play to come to your community, go to our website, send me an email. It's as simple as that, and we would love to come out.
0: Continue keeping our children fit. Markeisha Henderson with Operation Play out of Atlanta, Georgia. Keep shining. Thank you. We are quickly approaching the end of the program. Stay tuned in. Our next show will be next Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. More relevant topics to come. Check out our show schedule by visiting our website www.blogtalkradio.com slash Shana Thornton. Email the show with all questions, comments, or photos for Facebook or Instagram at letstalkshana at gmail.com. We would love to to connect with you and we do follow back all content original copyright 2013